from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week in Nintendo Main, pro LED or no LED? My garage is fully loaded. So, any news on the OLED Model Pro? Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 278, your place for Nintendo fans who talk about Nintendo rumors that are fulfilled in disappointing ways. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey Access Denied Johnson. I'm Jeremy Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Mikowski. I'm John O. Led Down Knitter. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we all kind of were. Obviously, you know, we're talking about the Switch Pro announcement that finally happened, and we'll talk about that in our second part of the show. But as we start off, we're going to start this off as we normally do and talk about the games that we've been playing and games that we purchased for the week. All right, well, let's talk about my nickname first. Talk about Access Denied. Uh, I, I've been having some weird troubles with my Switch where for like the past couple times I tried to play it, it's made me like connect to the internet before I can play any of the games that I've downloaded, which is really weird because sure. it's not supposed to do that. It's not supposed to do that unless it's your secondary system, you know, where you have to have like a Wi-Fi connection mm-hmm. to play. And I was uh, trying to play it at Jess's grandma's house, which is uh, a dead zone, as they call it. There's no Wi-Fi there. There's no internet whatsoever. And I couldn't get connected. I just couldn't get, I couldn't play anything. And I tried to, because I was trying to do it on 4th of July, there was like a billion people there in her subdivision, whereas I couldn't even connect through my phone because my phone had no phone signal because I guess there were too many Verizon phones around or something like that. So my phone was like a paperweight. So I was completely denied access to my Switch and I was pretty pissed off because these are all games that I bought that don't need online access. And they know they work because I was because I've been playing Mario because I played Mario Golf like in a fucking parking lot for this movie mm-hmm. with no Wi-Fi. You know, I even played and the Super Nintendo games, which you're supposed to be able to connect to the internet or whatever to tell you whether you have the Nintendo Switch online. And I was able to play that with no internet, but I couldn't get Mario Golf to work. And I just kept trying and trying, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" And I tried a whole bunch of different games. Uh, I could I could play I could play physical games, so it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, well, maybe I'm getting screwed for all the many a times that I've talked against physical games on this show and my love for digital games and all that. And I just kept fucking with it and fucking with it and fucking with it, and then finally it just let me play. It just started. It was so weird, and now I'm all paranoid that this is going to happen to me, like on the plane when I when I'm going to that place that I'm going to, because I'm like. I'm like that. Yeah, I was like, "Don't do that to me." Where you just all of a sudden, I'm just denied my switch for like 13 hours. Like that's not fair. That's that's supposed to be my happy time when I get to just play the switch in the plane and not worry about anything. So, so that sucked. I got uh, had a, had like a weird glitch in there, and it was and I noticed it was doing that the other day when I was at home and I was on Wi-Fi. It made me like, you know, it does the thing that it does when you like pre-order a game. 
then it says I need to. Ch- it says we need to check on internet. To, uh, we need to check the internet to see if you if you can play it. And it doesn't do that normally. So I was like, what the fuck is up with this? So, so yeah, that really sucked. But I finally got it to work. And once I did, that'll be my segue to the next thing. <laughs> once I did, I uh, was able to fail at speed golf and Mario golf for the millionth time. I hate I hate speed golf so much more than I hated that level with the levels that we talked about last week. The mountain, the mountainous range. Like that thing seems like I a fucking breeze level. compared to what is in store for you, Jeremy. Okay. I, I, I hate it so much. I hate it so much. It makes me not even want to play it anymore. And I, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot of, a lot of Mario tennis aces vibes from this game <laughs> because it reminds me of tennis aces where I would just get stuck on one stupid fucking thing. And it would just ruin the whole single player for me because I couldn't get through it. And then later, finally, after like update after update after update, they finally added ability there for you to like totally skip a thing if you don't, if you can't beat it, you know, and if you find it incredibly annoying. So, and I think they also like gave you like full power where you could always do super shots, which that was fun on the tennis one. So that helped me get through a lot of the ones that were really annoying. But yeah, um, the mountain one is fine. Like I, I, like I said, all you got to do is aim your shots up and they'll go up. But when you but when you get to speed golf, the problem the problem with speed golf when in the dunes is if you fuck up one hole, you have to completely start all over again. So I've I've fucked up like the sixteenth hole. The last time we the last time I played, I fucked up the eighteenth hole, the very last fucking hole. And all you have to do is hit the ball in a weird place that you can't get out of. Like there's it's easy for you to screw yourself. You can get to an area where you cannot hit the ball out of it. And you just have to wait for your time to go down. And when you run out of time, you automatically fail. And it's over. And it's game over. You're done. It's so fucking annoying. There's no, like, checkpoint in the middle of it. And you have to play through an entire 18 holes with, like, no save. So I've done this, like, six times. And I've fucked up every time, like, in, in the back nine. And it's so dumb. And it's just, like, one thing. Like, you accidentally hit a rock and all of a sudden your ball's in a place that you can't hit it out of. And then you're just out of time. And then it's, and it's over. And that's that. Like it's, if you fuck up one hole, it's done. And it's not even, it's not even based on points. It's all about, it's all about time. So you just have to go fast. And I hate it so much. (laughs) So that's my thoughts on Mario single player. Oh my God. I mean, multiplayer is still fun. Jess and I, we played it again. You know, I like doing that. I like playing online with people. Uh, Jess, Jess bought Mario Golf for her brother, for brother, uh, for Tim and Laura. So. So we could play online, you know. He, oh, nice. She bought. She basically. We saw them at uh at Grandma's house over the weekend for Fourth of July, and uh, you know they were talking about how they wanted to play it. And we were we were hoping to play it, but there's just too much going on. You know, too many people around. We didn't have enough time. But we went to we went to Target to buy me shorts for my trip, and uh, and they you know they sell they sell the little cards, so you can get the little digital cards for specific games. And Jess, Jess was like, "Can I just buy? Can I just buy a card of Mario Golf?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And then we walked over there and we found it. You could just get, you know, you get a little digital card, and you can. It's a way to buy, you know, to buy a digital gift for somebody. For someone. And there's a bunch of them. You can buy like they have indies and stuff. They have a whole like rack that's got like maybe 20 games on there that you can buy that you can buy digital stuff for. And that's what we did, you know. So we could just take a picture of a picture of it and send it to them, you know, and the the numbers on the receipt and all that stuff. So we did that. That's a good so gift. We did that so we could play them in the future because I know Tim was really looking forward to it. So we can play multiplayer. Multiplayer is fun. I like that because you can play the regular golf. I but enjoy it. but single player, I really want to get through more of it because I want to get to the bosses and stuff, which I hear is really fun. But man, they make you really go through some shit before you get to the fun stuff. Apparently, <laughs> so sorry to 
to kind of shit on the, you know, what you have to look forward to once you beat the mountains one, but. I mean, well, I might as well, because yeah. I didn't have a lot to say about it, but I might as well say, like, Go I'm still it. stuck on that level. I haven't played it a lot. I've only played it three or four more times, but I still get to where I'm, like, either at a whole eight or nine, and all of a sudden I just don't have enough strokes to, to do what I need to do. But I think, I mean, I pretty much figured out the ideal path to take, so I'm on the right the right track, but. Yeah, I know. I I think I had that same experience with Mario Tennis. In fact, I never went back and even tried after the updates. So I mean, you should try it after the updates. Play it, playing it with like an unlimited power is pretty fun. Where you just have unlimited super moves. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed doing that. It was fun to just beat the crap out of the computer players. But then you still have those dumb levels where you have to just like we have to return like thirty shots or whatever, or fifty shots or. You know, and those levels aren't really that fun. You know, where you just have to just keep hitting the ball back and forth and they just keep hitting it at you. Those were, I found like those were really tedious and not fun, but I don't know. I think this game was worth the price for the multiplayer alone. Yeah, I mean, the, the golf the golf part of it's solid, you know, just regular golf. It's just, and also another thing that I noticed from playing it in speed golf is, you know how like you, you like hit A and the, and the meter goes up to power, you know, mm. and then you hit A and then there's a second meter that comes up. You know, if you don't hit A on that second meter, nothing happens, which is also weird. <laughs> I, I, I just know there's n- there's no real uh, there's no real penalty for not hitting A the second time. It doesn't really change. Oh, so it cancels out your shot, or no, no. You know, you know, like in, in older Mario Golf games, like the meter would go up and you and you hit right. A for power, and then the meter comes back and you hit A again for straightness. And if it's mm-hmm. like is to the right or the left, it'll kind of teeter either way, you know, depending on when you start the when you hit the A button. But on this one, it just goes up twice. But yeah. the second time, so you get a full up down. Yeah, but this cycle. But the second time it goes up, you don't have to necessarily press anything, and you'll still have a regular mm-hmm. shot. Like it doesn't really mm-hmm. penalize you at all for not pressing A. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, I, it happened to me because I, you know, I just fucked up and didn't do it because I was trying to get through the speed golf thing. But nothing happens. Which is really weird. Um, I, I don't understand that second meter part because there's because there's parts where like Jess and I, we like hit it in the exact same place. You know, like sometimes it has an exclamation mark and it goes like way to the left or the right. Sometimes we do that. We do it exactly the same, but we don't know why. You know, I thought it was a timing thing, but sometimes you don't hit it at all and it and it won't go either way. It's just it's weird. I don't really understand fully understand the mechanics of that of those meters yet. I guess you know what I mean. So it's weird. But yeah, it, it, it sucks that, I'm, I mean, basically, yeah, the single player, it just pretty much turned me off of it. By the time I made it to the 18th hole and I thought I was going to beat it, and then somehow, and I didn't even really fuck up the hole, I just ran out of time. Like, kind of the same way how you were saying about running out of strokes in the end. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I had no time. I was in the 18th hole and I had like 30 seconds left, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like two minutes ahead of everybody else. And then all of a sudden, I didn't have any time, and then I was dead, and then it was over. And then I quit. I'm like, fuck this game. And then I was like, fuck this game. I'm, I, I'm like, I, I need a break. I need a break. Maybe it is going to be like tennis. Then where they're going to do some updates? Where they update it to where you can skip some parts? Yeah. Or let you like restart a hole? Even I would love that. Yeah. Or well, yeah, like the old golf games where you could save on the hole or like give you Mm -hmm. like a mid save or something like that. It seems really unfair to make you go, especially with how like stressful the the speed golf is. You know how there's like really no breaks or like relaxingness to it. It's just like boom, but you know you gotta go, 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 mm-hmm. go, 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 go constantly. It's just like, and and for eighteen holes, it's just uh, 
I don't like it. So hopefully, How can hopefully you take yeah, one of the most relaxing games and make it really stressful. Right? Like, did you you said something to that extent last week? Oh yeah, no, it's it's the complete antithesis <laughs> to golf. It's like it's the other side of I like you know I like the slow ass relaxingness of just you know take your turn golf where we just chill out and just hit hit balls you know but the speed thing is it's not it is not golf to me it's not the it's not the thing that I like about golf I don't know I'm trying to throw that in there for the kids I guess because they they want the want the faster golf but yeah but that but that's what brings me to the next thing because I got I got so angry at Mario Golf that I was like you know what I need to play something else so I started playing the uh the demo for um Monster Hunter Stories Monster Hunter Stories 2 and that game is great. I like that game a lot. I feel that that game has a shit ton of potential and I'm I'm going to buy that for sure. It's uh, it won me over and I've only played it for about like two and a half hours and I think it's like a 3 hour demo that leads into the regular game. But uh it's great. It's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, Monster Hunter stuff in there like you'll feel somewhat familiar if you know the Monster Hunter games. You know, you still you still get monster pieces. I mean, they're, they're turn-based battles, so it's like a turn-based RPG. Mm-hmm. But you but you can also like knock the monsters down. You can like break parts of them and get more parts parts of them through that. So there are still mechanics that you would see in the regular Monster Hunter game, but it's through turn-based game. And and you can you collect monsters like somewhat like Pokemon. It's almost like its own version of Pokemon, but with monsters from Monster Hunter. And you get to ride your monsters. You have super moves that you can do. While riding the monsters, different monsters attack in certain ways. There's like a, there's like a, you know, there's like a strategy triangle thing, very similar to like Fire Emblem in there, where it's like a power, was it power, technical, and speed are the three different attack types that you can do, and they all just like, you know, they all, it's like rock, rock, paper, scissor in that way, and there's different, there's different monsters that attack with certain attacks, but there's also like more strategy to it. Like there's, there's ones that like. When they're almost dead, they'll start like throwing out whatever whatever attack at you, and you won't really know what they're gonna what they're gonna throw at you. And there's some that like there's some that do the same thing that are like the easier ones, but there's also ones that change it up. So, but if but if you uh, switch out your monster to one that's strong against them, and you attack at the same time as the other one, you get a super move where you and the monster both attack each other. And of course, if you get like you you have a meter that if you get up high enough, you can get on top of the monster. And then there's special moves like where you ride the monster as well and do attacks. There's just a lot of really cool stuff in the battle system that I've really been digging. And I think it looks great, too. Like, I think, like, the cart, you know, the cartooniness of it looks really good. And it's incredibly cinematic. The 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 characters are incredibly charming. You know, you have a little, like, uh, Palico guy that hangs out with you. You know, you got a little cat guy that hangs around. And it's uh, it's very charming. And I like... Uh, I like riding around, you know, you can, you can run, you can ride your, your monster around and I'm pretty sure you get to the point that you can ride on flying monsters and you'll be able to fly around the world because even in the 3DS one, you could do that. You could like fly on monsters. And I like that idea. I like flying on shit through open world games. So I'm excited to play that game. I recommend that everybody should definitely play the demo. It comes out, it comes out like this Friday on the 9th. So I was planning on playing that on the plane with with ease nine which of course i also got so maybe you should buy a physical version of it because it's yeah i already bought the digital i already bought the digital oh, deluxe version it. that's right i bought the well, deluxe bring your yeah. bring your copy of breath of the wild yeah well i mean i still I, I still have i still have physical games what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna like start a game you know while i'm in the airport and then i'm just gonna put it in sleep mode and then when i when i get on the plane i can just you know, unsleep it and it'll already be in the game and I don't need to worry about it, like having to check the internet so I can play it or whatever, you know? 
Yeah. So that was that was my strategy on that is that I was going to like just have it in sleep mode, but the game's already active, so I don't have to worry about starting it again. Worst comes to worst, you could also get the in-flight Wi-Fi. Sure. I mean, if it was, yeah, that stuff's pretty expensive. But it, but if it was a, if it was a situation where it was either switch or no switch, I'd pay whatever price they wanted to get the Wi-Fi. Right. But also, well, so you'd, you'd probably just need it for a moment so to check in and say, "Hey, I, you know," and then you play the game and yeah. then you'd be good. You're not using the data all the time. No, yeah, and I, I'm not. I don't want to play like Monster Hunter on the plane or something like that. As cool as that would be. But yeah, no, it's just um, the Switch is a portable by nature, so it shouldn't be doing this. You know, it should not. It, it shouldn't be asking you to check in. And 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 I and no, I double checked. I, I I went to the eShop and I double checked to make sure that it was my primary Switch and nothing nothing got like messed up or anything like that. And yeah, it said it was my primary Switch and there it is. And then I tried Mario Golf again and then it started. So so whatever. But yeah, play Monster Hunter Stories. I think you would like it, Jeremy. It's will remind you of the other games, but it's a cute. I RPG. have the demo. Yeah, I haven't just haven't had a chance. You have the demo. I I, I also think I would like it. I don't. It's or is it two RPG? It's an RPG it, game. It sounds like a pretty <laughs> typical. Well, not typical, but it's 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 turn it's turn based, and you don't like turn based stuff. Oh, got it. I was because because of stories. I was thinking maybe it was more like you know adventure or something like that. But I mean, not. it it is it is. It just has a turn based battle system, which is my favorite huh. RPG battle system. It's making it's still kind of brutal, but it's giving it's fleshing out the story a little more because there's a story on Monster Hunter, but it does still kind of just feel like a yeah. But this one, this one has like a this one has like a story story. Yeah. Monster Hunter is just like you do some things, and here's like a cutscene, mm-hmm. and you know this is like an RPG story. It's like super cinematic, and they got the cool, you know, they got the cool camera angles and all that stuff. It's it's the type. It's what I like from RPGs. You know, they're they're hammering home that story. There's there is a story. It's an important story, and characters that talk to you and all that stuff and it's cool and you can switch you can switch your weapons on the fly too while while you're fighting i've all, i had only unlocked two of the weapons but you can't but you do eventually unlock all the game all the weapons in the game so you can do so you can like switch it to different things while you're fighting and of course you can switch your monsters on the fly also and you can also you know it works the same way you you still you collect you collect monster parts which you can turn into armor and weapons and stuff like that just like you would in the regular monster hunter game Except this one is, you know, instead of, I mean, you are still fighting monsters, but you have, you're also collecting monsters and you actually ride monsters as well, instead of just killing them all the time. So you're killing them with your monster. So I guess it's not, I guess it's not as bad, but, but pokemon it is, it is Pokemon-y. I remember, I remember uh, Bob Mackey like talking about how much, because he hates Pokemon. He was like, this is like the real Pokemon because he loves Monster Hunter and all that. I remember him going on rants about that. But yeah, no, I, I recommend that game. But the other one, Ease, Ease Nine came out. I finally got to play it. I, I played it for like an hour last night because I've been incredibly busy. But it's it's here. Ease is finally here. I was very upset that I was that I haven't really been able to play it that much. But it was fun what I played. I mean, I, I did like the first. I did the first opening of it. I think it's 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 kind of fun that, and I'm sure you've heard people talk about this before, but. I think it's funny that you're basically getting sent to jail for all the stuff that you did in previous E's games, and I think that's I think that's cute where they where they mention like all the stories from like uh, seven and eight and all the other stuff that happens before. And the guy who's like sending you to jail, he makes fun of you. He's like, you know, you found all this armor, but then you lost it, and you had to go get more armor. What's up with that? You know, it's <laughs> just basically talking about how you end the game with all of the best armor. And then you start another game and you don't have the armor anymore, and they pretty much make fun of you for not. I thought that was a fun, like little 
poke it, you know, just the way video game series work, you know, like, like Metroid, you know, you have, you have all the, you have everything. And then of course, at the beginning of every game, you either have to lose that or you just don't have it. So are like, you the same character in every ease game or no? Yeah. Yeah. You're at all the redheaded uh, adventurer. Oh, get it. So, so, it, so they were basically talking to at all about his previous adventures and they're like, well, you know, you sunk that ship and, and, uh, and ease eight, you know, and you dealt with the primordials and they like talk about all this stuff. That I knew that was references to to the Lacrimosa of Donna and all that stuff, but I just think that that's a fun way to start a game. It's it's kind of like when Mario got scanned by the flood thing, you know, mm-hmm. and it showed all of his appearances in the other games. It's kind of like that. that. Cool. It's kind of like that where they talk about all the stuff that you did previously. They're like, "You're trouble because you've done all, you know, because you've been involved with all these adventures and all this shit." I imagine this will probably be your big uh, reward game when the shoot's over, huh? You just like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Game. Well, I mean, I'm planning on playing it a lot on the plane. That was that was my that was my plan also. Whenever I have time, and I figured on the plane there, I would just play Ease because that's the one that I want to play more than anything. I it was I was I figured it was going to be Ease and Monster Hunter Stories too would be the two that I would play mostly. And I still have I never beat Shin Megami Tensei because I started working and then I just ran out of time, you know. So I still have that to beat also, and I think I was like over halfway through it. I basically was, I saved right before a boss, you know, and I just never played the boss because I, you know, I wanted to have my full wits about me when I went into, when I went into the boss, I just didn't want to just like play it, you know? So I still want to, I still have to beat that game as well. But yeah, no, e- yeah, Ease is definitely my reward game. Once I have time, that'll be what I'll be playing. Cause that's the one that's the number one on my list that I want to play more than anything else. And it's there. Like the, there's a cool thing at the beginning where, uh, Adol gets shot by this curse gun by this other person, and it basically turns him into like goth Adol, which that was pretty funny. <laughs> he like turns into this like vampire looking guy, and then all of a sudden you can like kind of like do like sort of a Batman thing where you can like teleport to like these corners up up top of things, and all of a sudden you become goth Adol, and his sword becomes all like super goth and cool looking. And I dig it. I, I like I like the way he looks. I like I like the I like the goth Adol. And of course, you know, the music is all like super, super butt rock and, and all like, nah, 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 you know, like all guitars and all that, like the other East games. So I definitely feel at home with it. And I haven't really, I haven't got a chance to try out any of the deluxe stuff since I got the deluxe version, but it's probably the same as eight where you just get weird costumes and stuff that you can wear, or you can put little chibi characters on your shoulders or whatever. I remember you could do that in eight and it looks so weird. Like you wear these little like Japanese characters or whatever on your shoulders in the game. But I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited to play that one. That's like my number one on the list for this week. But I, yeah, I only got to play it for like an hour. But it's if you know if you like if you like action combat, um, I'm I'm on this this RPG group on uh, Facebook now, uh, the Switch RPG, and they, I've seen it really warms my heart to see a lot of people bought Ease Eight when it was 19.99. I actually convinced Jesse to beat it after we recorded last week as well, or I convinced him to buy it, so he did buy it for 19.99. So. I got one person on the East train there while it was on sale, but I saw a whole bunch nice. of people online bought it and it was pretty cool to see like so much East support all over the place. Now that it's on sale for 1999, you know, eight, the one that I really liked and everybody was like, I saw a lot of people being like, what's like, what else is like ease? And I'm like, well, you know, nine's coming out in like, in like three days. So that's just like ease. But I also, I also compare it to Bayonetta cause it does kind of remind me a lot of Bayonetta, the same sort of thing that like action style, because you can do, well, at least in 8, there is like a witch time style move that you can do, where if you dodge at the right time, everything slows down. 
and you can and you know you can attack more and then the boss moves slowly and all that stuff. That's actually a big mechanic to beating the bosses later in the game. And and one of my favorite things, of course, that was an eight, and I think it's a nine too, is that the way that you level up your spells and stuff is by using them. And I think that's great. You know, you don't have to worry about like you know, some games you like get experience points and then you gotta like you have like a skill tree or whatever where you gotta put like different points and different things. This one if you like if you have a move that you like, just do it. And you'll just level up by doing it. You know, by using it over and over again, it'll get stronger and stronger. So I like that stuff. So I should have more about that next week, but that's uh that's pretty much what I've been doing for the week, aside from reading hilarious memes about the OLED, which we'll talk about later. We already talked about Mario Golf, which I've played a little bit this week, but mostly I've when I have had time to play this week, I've just been playing Tony Hawk and single player mode. I haven't really played any more multiplayer, but I think it feels I've just been playing through it with Tony Hawk on the uh you know the Tony Hawk original one with the character campaign with Tony with Tony yeah, Hawk I'm the actually, character yeah. Yeah. the 900 and all that Yeah and I'm getting better but I feel like it's harder than the one on the 64 Oh it it's yeah it, it is mm-hmm. it is harder I think And I don't know I, I never really played with Tony Hawk because I was more into I was more into the street skaters than the vert skaters right yeah. he's, he's a vert skater is that the right terminology? He is. Yeah, he is, and yeah. I and I pretty much picked. I don't know. I when I started playing it, I just started unlocking levels with Tony Hawk, and now I'm just like, I just want to finish with him, and then I'll. I, I've already started a second campaign with a created character, and you can like, I guess I could catch up to my progress with that character if I wanted to. But no, I'm just having a good time with it, trying to get all the six scores. But it really feels like you have to complete like a larger percentage of goals to. Per- to proceed than I remember. There's right. like, like I, I, I would play. Like, there, there's doom, 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 This is unlocked. This is unlocked. This the, is unlocked. Well, there, there, there are, there are actually more goals in this one than were the original one. There, yeah, there are, there's more goals, okay. but it still there, seems there, like there are additional goals. Yeah, it's making you do like seventy percent of all the goals or whatever to proceed. Oh, are you saying that you have to do more before you can get to the mm-hmm. next thing? Yeah, I, I agree. Because I would that could be my sort of strategy for progression would be like, you know, play casually through each level and then if i'm if i'm doing that and then come back then i'm then maybe maybe i get to like four levels open before i have to actually attack one of the levels and hit the points but um yeah no i agree i think it's harder to unlock more levels in this one somehow Feels that i don't way. know exactly it, why but i think it is and it does i mean the controls are definitely you know we talked about it a lot last they're week, different it's definitely yeah, yeah that they're improved for sure but they're different. They're just different. So I'm still having like a lot of fun with it. I think it was a good buy. Um, I, I love being able to play Tony Hawk on my Switch. Like it's just great. It's perfect. It's, it's the best edition of Tony Hawk that I've played, and probably that's out there. I mean, it's it's the ultimate edition. After while I was editing last week's episode, I did. Uh, you guys did actually inspire me to play Tony Hawk again. Oh. So I downloaded it for my ps4 but i never actually got to play it i didn't get a chance to play it because i was just waiting for it to download the thought that counts. but i forgot i forgot that i had already deleted it and it took like an hour to download so mm-hmm. i didn't get to, i didn't get that and by the time i actually downloaded it um uh conan was here with his dad and they were watching tv so i just that was where the ps4 was hooked up so i wasn't unable to play the ps4 so i just went in the other room so i so i, I did download it but i never actually got to play it on PS4, but I was thinking about you guys, you know, I was listening to you guys talk about it, and I was like, man, I want to play that game, and I'm like, wait, and I thought about it, I was like, you know, I can buy it, and I'm like, wait, I already have the game, 
I'll just play it on PS4. Like I don't, I don't want to buy it again, you know. So, but but then I but then I forgot that I deleted it, so I had to wait for it to download again and blah blah blah. So, I, but yeah, it, then you were like immediately reminded. Oh wait, that's what's so great about the Switch. If somebody was playing, watching the TV. I could just take it in the other room. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it did kind of get me for that, but whatever, you know. I, I have it. I can watch. I can play it someday in the next like yeah. three weeks or something. You just could in that specific instance. But yeah, it's good. It's um, actually part of what inspired me to hook up my, finally get my, all my video games hooked up in the living room, which I've just been putting off. I mean, there's been a lot going on and I don't know, just moving's chaos as everybody knows. But I think like every, (laughs) we had the TV hooked up. There was a bunch of stuff in front of it. So I just was like, "Eh, I don't feel like hooking all the extra crap up to it. Just move it. Yeah. You got to like part the Red Seas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I was just have been putting it off, but today I hooked the Wii U. I hooked the, you know, I did, I basically just hooked it up like I had before at the old spot. And now we can just play the Wii whenever we want or the Wii U whenever we want and, and all that, the switch and the, uh, GameCube. So hopefully I'll get, be getting back to playing Donkey Konga and, uh, games like that soon. I was at a friend's house a few days ago. What day was that? That was Saturday. And they kind of had like a little 4th of July gathering on the 3rd. And uh, I went there and she was showing me Just Dance on the Switch, which I haven't seen yet. And she actually has the subscription model, so I kind of got to see that in action. I didn't actually play, but I watched a few people play like, and kind of was standing there being like, hmm, interesting. For the podcast, I should study this. But no, not really. I just was like, that's kind of cool. It looks like there's just hundreds of songs and the interface is just one giant list pretty much that you can search. So cool. Um, that's just dance, but I don't have that game. I have Mario golf. That's been, we already talked about, but I did get, uh, I did get some stuff this week, some random stuff, um, from my family. I went to go see my family and, um, yeah, I just had a few days off of work because of the holiday and everything. And the restaurant closed for an extra day. So, um, I went to my family's house and they had this stuff that they just kind of been hanging on to for a little while that they wanted to give me. And here's the big thing when I said I, well, hold on. I'll start. So my middle name was this Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. There it is. Yes, two. PlayStation 2. Isn't that a, that's yeah. a go, that, that's a first person shooter, right? I have no clue. For yes. some reason, I thought that it you is. meant. Wait. Whatever the what was what was the point what was the uh, light gun game wasn't it also called Ghost Recon Ghost Squad Ghost Squad yeah there you go that's what I I, I was thinking of Ghost Squad I guess because it had Ghost in there which that game was this fun. was one of the, one of if not the first game that was like a multiplayer game where you uh, directed your squads to do other things like yeah we different roles you can play and stuff sure really oh, yeah I remember when that was popular I don't I think really it's still I think it still it. is I just got kinda. it for free. I think it still is. So I thought popular. it'd be funny for it to be my funny for it to be my middle name. It's an Ubisoft game, so yeah. Tom Tom Clancy, remember Tom, Tom Clancy? Clancy. <laughs> remember him? You know, there was like a new Tom Clancy movie that came out for Amazon Prime or something like that, starring Michael B. Jordan. Yep, mm-hmm. Rainbow, Rainbow Seven. It's still <laughs> Ra- Rainbow Rainbow Six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I never really got into those Tom Clancy games. I guess a I, I guess a Splinter Cell. I liked the first Splinter Cell on GameCube. I thought it was pretty cool. But that was the only one I played, really. Speaking of names of people that are authors that then had their stuff made into stuff, 
<laughs> Lemony Snicket. Unfortunate <laughs> events. This is unfortunate events. Wow. I got this game for free. I just by I don't know why. I don't know if they got it based, based on the or if it's just been hanging out or what. Based on the Jim Carrey movie. Wasn't he wasn't he uh wasn't he like whatever count yeah, off or whatever name is? I'm pretty sure that's his silhouette there. Isn't he? Isn't his name like Cohen, Count Olaf or something like that? The main. The yeah, it shows that, the actors yeah. from the movie on the cover. So yeah, it's. Oh yeah, there he is. Yep. That's Jim. Licensed games, man. <laughs> yeah, this is from 2004. It's got the big old thick original case. So yeah, this is my second favorite thing I got randomly from them, and that's SingStar 90s. Oh, there you go. And it actually came with. Microphone. Yeah. So Ooh. That opens up some other possible. That opens up some other possibilities for some of the other karaoke games on PlayStation Two. So, just updating my repertoire of music games that I'm trying to kind of, for whatever reason, and lately I decided I want to start collecting. Two microphones. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a two star. So I would imagine Sing Star Two Star works. Probably only works with Sing Star. I mean, it's 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 a branded adapter but it does it might, go into the it might USB work with other port, things yeah. so i hope it does yeah yeah yeah. you could try it i mean well i mean i don't know i think there's a demo you can get of one of the karaoke games from the japanese shop on switch that you could try it yeah. with that there's like a free demo you can try but yeah that's pretty cool like i just went to see my family i just went to say hi and uh they're like take these playstation games <laughs> take, take some weird ps2 games that you probably won't like, but here. Here is another. This is the last thing. This is kind of like the best thing. And it hits my name. There, my hits my quote at the beginning when I said I had a fully loaded garage. Whoa! <laughs> oh, is that is that the? Um, it's that, the Labo vehicle kit. Oh yeah, you could. You know, you can use that. You can use the steering wheel on Mario Kart Eight mm-hmm. if you really wanted to. <laughs> and you can also uh, wait. Yeah, I thought that, I thought there was something else with it. Maybe that's nope. That's, that's all it. I that's the only thing you could do with but it. I thought this was really cool because she said she paid. Well, she got it at the idea store. She only paid like three or four dollars for it. I think. Who did? My mom bought it for me. That's I awesome. Got this she bought right you a Nintendo thing. Labo Deal. for four dollars. That's yeah, hilarious. and it's complete. Like I opened it up and nothing's been it hasn't been opened. Everything was still like in there. Yeah, that there's the game is in there with it, in the seal. It's still mm-hmm. sealed. Wow. So. I thought it was kind of funny because I've been the kind of the game builder garage person on the band or, or the band in the podcast. <laughs> in the band, here we go. We can be a band. Well, we're a band. We're a band. Yeah, we. I mean, we have. Yeah, I've got auditory things. set. <laughs> Who ever thought that was going to happen? I, so now you have two copies of the game, right? Of what? Game? No, it's its own game. It, this is a different game. Oh, I. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was. There were, there were. There was like. Well, you have the. We, we Jeremy and I, we both have the one with the piano. That's mm-hmm. its own yep. game. There was the robot one where you built the robot suit. That's the a different. Robot, like, that's a different game. Thing, yeah, yeah. Mm. And the and the vehicle one is also its own game. So there's mm-hmm. different games that you can play with those things in there. So there is like a generic racing game that's in there, but you can also it use it on Mario Kart. It yeah. yeah, I I for, either forgot or I or I thought that it was all the same cartridge. Oh no, yeah, no, there's different. different sets. They're different, so no, they're all different. Physical game, which is is cool too. Even though, I mean, for now it doesn't really matter, but eventually I, that'll probably be a cool thing. Well, also a big part of the cassette of the a big part of the cartridges that are in there is the, uh, you know, the how to that the how to make things in there. 
Yeah, we're basically it's Lego instruction. Yeah, it, it's the the assembly stuff that's based that's based on whatever you got. So, I, but I, it does also include the the random mini games and the the garage. I think each one has the garage mode. So hmm. it's just kind of like I already own like little tiny pieces of this game, and then I own the full game builder garage now. But I guess they don't integrate with these tools. Maybe they will eventually, but they don't. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was just super duper awesome that my family was thinking of me and gave me all this cool stuff just out of the blue bought you a labo thing even how would yeah. they know how would they know did they listen to the podcast well, i actually found out my mom uh my mom sent a picture to shauna to check with her she's like does he have this already <laughs> shauna looked to find out that i didn't so it was kind of like a little coordinated thing she made sure that there she wasn't giving me an extra thing and i yeah i was thrilled to have it i mean hell yeah i didn't have to buy it and i got a new nintendo item so i'll accept it but yeah that's pretty much it like i said i hooked up my office and my entertainment downstairs with the video games and just kind of settling down and haven't really gotten to sit down and play video games yet but i'm I'm all you know locked and loaded to do so in the next couple of weeks dope yeah i I was hoping i I thought maybe when you said your garage was loaded i I thought you're gonna say that you had maxed out the amount of games you could download to the garage game builder game but i guess you haven't haven't touched that game recently uh no yeah i didn't play that at all this week actually i never played Pick- pikmin 3 either pikmin 3 <laughs> still still forever sealed still even, unopened yeah. even in digital form <laughs> unopened <laughs> that's the ultimate seal it's like that you have it digitally and you don't even have to do anything to open it except for hit a button and you still won't do it you're still like never take that pikmin well i barely, I barely played anything this week yet. Um, I might have played Tony Hawk for a few minutes, but I really don't have anything else to talk about besides that. I'm just enjoying Tony Hawk here and there when I can. How? I mean, how far are you? Have you? Have you? Have you just played two? Have Pretty you far. just played one? Or like, what do you? I've been jumping back and forth between both of them. So I'm. I think I'm like seventy percent through number one, and maybe like fifty-five percent through number two. Okay. I guess uh, part of what kind of annoyed me with that game, and this is like a lot of Tony Hawk games, like especially the older ones. You basically get stuck on like a couple goals and you're Mm -hmm. just playing these one goals just over and over and over and over again. And you may play it for like two or three hours and not accomplish anything. And that always, that always annoys me. So it's like, you would just, you're just like, I can't really, you know, there's like this, maybe there's certain goals that you have that you have to do to try to get to the next thing. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you just can't. You're like, I find it a fun game to kind of zone out. You're like, I just can't, I can't get get to the next thing, and eventually you kind of get bored of trying to get the goals that you're doing. So, well, I've gotten into a rhythm of every time I start a new level, what I do is first I'm playing for just the easy score, whatever the whatever they call that, Mm -hmm. and I'm also the pro score, yeah. And I'm trying to also tour around the level to kind of get a feel for it, and then maybe I'll go for the, the hard score. But then before I even try for the six score, then, then I'm going around like collecting the tapes, collecting the letters and all that. Mm. Um, and usually the last thing I'll do is try to do the special, the, the tricks that are u- unique to each level. Cause so that way I'm not like setting out to do something for, like the special tricks first. And I haven't even learned the level yet. And I'm, I'm trying to do all the, the simpler stuff first. And, and then I'll kind of cap it off with, Doing the unique tricks, and then finally the the pro score. And the and the secret tape, you probably do that last also. Secret tape, yeah, it was one of the last ones, or not not, not pro score, whatever the six score is the last thing I do. 
you know, but that's, that's the way I find most practical and comfortable to play the game. So, I mean, some of those, some of those goals are kind of annoying. Like I remember it, it took me a long time to get like, to like grind all the bells, like, like mm-hmm. in the school. Like oh that, yeah. Like that took me a while, you know, cause you some have, of those, they're kind of hard to find. Oh yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been using YouTube, like, you know, nobody's business on this game just to figure out, okay, where, where are all the bells? Yeah. Where's the tapes? I, I had, I had to on that one because there's that one that there's one like where you have to like jump up and it's right in between these two half pipes. Yep. And, it's, and it's pretty hard to find, find it on your own without help. So I did, so I did look at YouTube on that just because I'm like, where the fuck is this other stupid bell? I'm tired of looking for it, you know? So, and like, there's the, yeah, there's like the, what the roll call, or the roll call uh, grind. Yeah, that was a hard one too because like it was like, yeah. okay, there's other rails in this one. Which one is the roll call rail? There's now, a, that's yeah, something there's I a few of in. them. Yeah, but some rails are not roll call rails. I don't yeah. know which one they mean is the roll call rail. So I, I, know I had to look yeah, that up. I know there's one. There's the one by the door. I, I know that one, and I think there's another one on the other side. Like mm-hmm. on the other side of the thing, there's a roll call rail there too. And I think that when you start off, that big long one is one of them too. The big long one is, yep. yeah. It's kind of like the it's like the quake rail or the quake rails from uh, three, where you have to trigger the earthquake in L.A. Oh right, yeah, yep. We have to grind like the four quake rails or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I still think three is better <laughs> than, than than either of these games. I, I agree, three is the best. In fact, oh, I can talk about that a little bit. So I got a little nostalgia bin drawn on Tony Hawk. Watched YouTube's and stuff. YouTube uh, stuff on on Tony Hawk, specifically number three, because I felt like oh that documentary that I watched you know kind of slated number three didn't totally go into it. So I'm gonna look up Tony Hawk three videos, and so that was kind of fun to go back and look at. Okay, that's what the game looks looks like. So I haven't played it in about ten years, and compare it to what I've been playing right now. And of course the the LA level was one that I looked at a lot because I actually lived in LA and I yeah told the story before that I was actually downtown and then i realized oh wait this is the tony hawk level i didn't realize like that park and that structure was actually a real thing and so, then, you, then you started grinding kind of on those that. balls right so and then i caused an earthquake and it was a big mess you know <laughs> I sorry guys that, i hope there was a shootout too like just like, never got you that skateboard <laughs> I, ho- I hope it was just like in the game where there's like cars chasing each other and like they're, they're shooting at each other and all that stuff because well, yeah, exactly you have to start the earthquake to stop the car chase and then you have to you remember and then you got to grind the sign mm-hmm. and Knock, right, and then the ball the, falls off the tower. It's like, uh, well, well, I think the gall, I think the balls move from you grinding them, but there's also, yeah, there's you have to grind that sign, and it falls on the car, and I guess yeah, it probably triggers mm. another thing too. But that's how you stop the car chase. Mm. I don't know. I played that game too much, but it's fun, and I, I like three so mm. much because it was, uh, it was cool because there were so many fucking unlockable characters in that game. So it really mm-hmm. gave you like a reason to just like play it over and over and over again. And I feel like that was a major misstep or just a, just something that they should have done in, with this one. It's like there's only one unlockable character and that's it. There yeah, should, there should more be, unlockable. There should too. be more than that. Like I was hoping that it was going to be the level of Tony Hawk 3, which I think Tony Hawk 3 was the best one as far yes. as unlockables yep. go because there's like fucking there's like 20 guys or something like Kelly's like the, what is it? Kelly Slater pro surfer or whatever. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> from the O2 line of, of action sports games. They, they were, were in there. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, there was like Darth Maul was in there and like Wolverine and like all this other, like, yeah, they just kind of went, they just kind of went the for demon it. Was Spider-Man in there. I thought Spider-Man was Spider-Man only, was in, was, two. was in two. I thought yeah. there was some crowd cause it, cause 
Neversoft made the original PlayStation Spider-Man game, right? So wasn't they there did. something where like Tony Hawk was in Spider-Man or Spider-Man was in Tony Spider-Man Hawk? Spider-Man was in Tony Hawk. Spider-Man was in Tony Hawk too. That mm-hmm. was yeah, that was the secret uh that was basically the secret outfit that you got for mm-hmm. two with Spider-Man. But Wolverine was three. And I think Iron mm-hmm. Man was I think Iron Man was in four. And they mm-hmm. because they did they did continue on. It it sucks because back then Disney didn't own Star Wars, so you could actually put Star Wars characters in Tony Hawk games. Now you can't really do that anymore. But like Django, so to, wait, wait, yeah. we so we're we're saying that Tony Hawk was the first thing to unite Marvel and Star Wars, not Disney. That's true. Yeah, I no, they so. they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, well, yeah, Tony Hawk three. Because um, yeah, Darth Maul and Wolverine were in there, and I think well, of Tony- course there was the Marvel Star Wars comics way back then. But yeah, as far as yeah, but the characters weren't yeah. didn't mean it was just they were just right. produced by marvel the star Truth. wars comics yep. were the the 70s one the 70s and 80s ones but wow. um but yeah no yeah it had a it had wolverine and darth maul and the second one had Django fett or the fourth one had Django fett and iron man in it i remember that so that was pretty cool i don't remember who uh, they, they might i think they probably stopped doing that by the time they got to underground because they were putting other weird characters well you could make your own characters in underground so it had less of a focus on unlockable characters but yeah i think four was really weird and fun too it's like i think four mm-hmm. is probably the weirdest one out of all of them out of all the Tony that too, ones. i'd never played four so it was a bit of a curiosity to, to see yeah. that well four, four was the first one where they started breaking away from the uh from like the timed things where you find like skate and the tapes and all that four was, there was like no kinda, timer in it well, no, there were there were time things that you do, but four was more of an open world thing mm. where you go mm. and you talk to people and they give you specific goals to do, and you have different time limits based on whatever these goals are. So it started to go the way that Underground and Underground Two ends up doing, mm. where it's like more like a sandbox thing, and you go and you mm. talk to people and they ask you to do specific things. And it kind of makes sense contextually how the parks laid out, like maybe. There'd be a photographer that's like, I want you to transfer between these two rails. And mm-hmm. they just happen to be located by those rails. Yeah. And, and there's and there's a lot of really silly stuff in 4. Like, I remember, Jeremy, because you got that game and I didn't get it. So mm-hmm. I played it and played it on your GameCube and all that. And it was like, I remember like the, you go to Alcatraz and you like, mm-hmm. uh, you like sketch behind that guy's car and he's like, tells you about this other worker that he hates. And it just, and he's like talking super fast and driving you through the prison. It's cool. There's there's some weird shit in four. I, I like it. It's one of those That's things that I bought. I, I I own it now, but I bought it like way way after the fact. And actually, another a cool thing about four is when I got my first Mac, when I got an eMac when I was at Columbia because I had like a discount, student discount. It came with Tony Hawk Four. Tony Hawk Four was included in it, so I played a bunch of it on my computer before it. You know, before it like crashed the first time, and I had to reboot it, and it was rebooted without it on there because you. It was on the hard drive, you know, so it disappeared, unfortunately. But I did have a lot of fun with Tony Hawk 4. Unfortunately. On, on, my, on my eMac, you know, so that's, that's the first time I played it. And then I went and bought it for GameCube later for like $10 from the exchange. But I think I have it on GameCube. I think I bought it. You got it, you got it on GameCube because I was with you. Mm-hmm. It was when you were at the camp. You got it. Well, like, when it came out. Or maybe you, you might have sold I've that one. I've rebought it since then, yeah. Yeah. A lot of those original games have gone the way of the Buffalo. But... Yeah. I've rebought a lot of them as well. Whenever, whenever we were doing, because we did our, you know, Patreon, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, we did do a specific Tony Hawk episode, and I did a really awesome Tony Hawk playlist, which is still on there. 
Um, and uh, I was playing through all of the Tony Hawk games, and I did that. You know, I played like one, two, and three, and four, and Underground, and Underground Two, and all that stuff. So it was cool. It was cool to play four again, just be- just because it's just a weird game. Like I feel like that's the weirdest one out of all of them. I think, even though two Underground Two is pretty weird, but I think there's weird plenty of weird ways. ones, but they're weird in a bad way. Where that one was like over ambitious and kind yeah. of had it so. I mean it. It's unique. Following it's, a yeah. pretty much perfect track record, so it's also where shit kind of went off the rails, pun intended. But mm. um, yeah, four it, is a special spot in the Tony Hawk world. Three is the best one. Well, well four is. I mean, four Let's is go. also. I mean, four is also the final. Well, I don't count the five that they made, but it's a. It, it's basically the last of the moniker, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater moniker, because then it changed mm-hmm. after that. Because then it became Tony Hawk's Underground. You changed, and, man. Yeah. But that was the last one that was called like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. So mm-hmm. they made right. a 5 later, which was garbage. But And it wasn't even Vicarious Vision or whatever. Yeah. Or uh, Never Soft or whoever's doing it. And that one was supposed to be really bad. But but yeah, that was like the final one. And then it just went off. Then it was like American Skateland and, and like and like uh, Underground and Proving Ground. And they, they all had different subtitles. Mm-hmm. But that was the last of the numbered official Tony Hawk Pro Skaters. I really hope that they bring in as DLC at least number three, and number four would be nice too. You know, if you want to pay an extra ten bucks for each one or whatever, so it's now Tony Hawk one, two, three, and four. If they put it all in one package, that'd be great. Well, if if they're gonna like go through it and like fully HD remaster it, there's no way mm-hmm. in hell they're gonna sell it to you for ten dollars. I don't know how they could add that, that, four without changing the overworld of the rest of it. Because it, well, it goes to the campaign, but it would literally be a different game because of yeah. how the interface is of that game. Sure, and and also they, if they go and remaster it like they did one and two, they're not going to sell that shit for ten dollars. It's worth mm-hmm. much more than that because it takes a lot to like. They could add three, build the whole right. thing from scratch like that. Structure. You know, I'd pay twenty bucks for three. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would think that I would think that they would make three and four their own separate game and sell it for fifty dollars. That's what I would expect, or forty or whatever. You know, that that would seem more more of a thing. Even though I, I would love to see them just make a new one and sell it for sixty dollars, I'd buy it. Just just make a new Tony Hawk that looks like. There's probably one and two. like new skate parks and stuff that have become like iconic since. Yeah, Tony mm-hmm. Hawk was like a huge thing. Yeah, I want a new. I want an official, an actual official, to, a sequel to four. But it's more like one through three, I guess. Skateboarding is part of the Olympics now, so yeah, I want to see a new, yeah. one, a new, a new game. You could have like an Olympics level on it or something. Yeah, I, I want to see what they got, what they got in their minds. You know, this is not a remake. I want to see a, a new skate, a new skate game. It'd be fun. Whoever they are, the, the developers, Activision or whoever the fuck owns it now, yeah. they should get to it. Owns it. Yeah, well, I mean, they they made money off uh, one and two. I'm sure they're working on something. Unless Blizzard's just what it aren't didn't they get bought by Blizzard or something like that? The company? I don't know. It doesn't even matter. But yeah, that's our uh that's it's our all, it's all still owned by Atari. David Crane still works at Atari and nothing's <laughs> changed. <laughs> Atari doesn't even really exist anymore. Well, I mean they're named I mean there's a teenage riot of them. <laughs> sure. All right. We've uh, I think we've sidetracked enough on Tony Hawk. Why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and talk about our main topic here. So stay tuned.
Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! And uh, we finally, finally, finally found out what the Switch Pro was. It was, man, this was just kind of like, I mean, we always knew it was just going to happen and nobody's going to say anything about it, but yep, it's kind of weird because we do, you know, we have the full facts of it and surprise, surprise, a lot of that rumored stuff was wrong about it. <laughs> so much of it was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like, uh, yeah, it's like. I've seen all sorts of memes all over the internet. Uh, Twitter was pretty fun when it when it when it came out. I was just looking at the you know just looking at the 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 uh, trending um, Switch Pro uh, hashtag stuff or whatever. And there's just a lot of fun stuff, you know. Like you see this, of course, you see the Simpsons thing from the mm-hmm. Malibu Stacy episode, you know, where they're like, "Well, this well this Stacy has a new hat," you know, where it's like the same thing and just has a new hat. And it's like, but well, this one has a nice screen, you know. So. Yep, that's pretty much. I mean, I count pretty much two upgrades. One is the screen; the other is the LAN adapter. That's about it. Was, am I missing something? Well, it has double the internal memory, which is still just criminal. not really a big deal. It's still criminally low because it's sixty yeah. gigs. You know, <laughs> it's sixty-four and gigs, can, and you can always get a new card. So who cares? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what what I thought was kind of funny, I just I sent you guys a link about the uh, about the battery on it. And I was like, well, maybe the battery's better. The battery's actually not better. It's the same. It's the same as it is on the other Switch. But they say uh-huh. that it's better because the OLED, the OLED screen takes up less power. So well, it's not, <laughs> the battery is not better. It's, it's not, not better. No, it's the same. Well, what I read it's was like that the, it, it takes up less power, but since it's bigger, it takes up the same power. So you are getting a big screen at the same power. 
depletion at least the same speed. Well, on, on, mm. on, I mean, on, on the Nintendo website, when you look at the comparisons between the two different ones, it does say that this one will last like an hour and a half longer than the, oh, really? than, the, than the Switch does. Yeah. It says like four and a half hours instead of three hours at the minimum, you know. So I did I did notice that and that's why I was like, oh well the battery's different. But no, it, from what they their explanation is that because the screen is like newer and nicer, it doesn't take up as much power as the other one, is what I heard. Because I was wondering why it was different. Hmm. Why it showed a different spec on there. Because I went to the Nintendo website and looked at it, looked at everything. Yeah, and it shows you, you know, the processing power is the same. It's still that NVIDIA NVIDIA chip or whatever. And it's and it's just kinda I don't know. I I just think it's kind of hilarious. Just like how once again, it's like almost. It's just pretty much like the the uh, you know the NX like all over again, mm-hmm. where everybody's where we get the actual announcement of it, and everybody's so surprised that it's not what they imagined it's going to be. It's like it's like it's like Star Wars all over again, right? We're, we're, but here's what's we're, really we're, dumb. We're mad that Luke didn't go all crazy and kill everybody yeah. in the movie. You know, you're mad that it didn't live up to your idea of what the movie was going to be, and you always be disappointed about it. It's the same thing as this. Like people were just figuring out their own version of the pro, and the when the real one the came NX out, they that, were mad. <laughs> right. The thing about the NX was that we were in a drought of games, and you could tell they were putting their resources into something they weren't telling us about. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wii U was crap as far as support. It was a good console, but as far as support goes, third party was yeah, it was right. very low. Um, so that was different. We're like, people are so thirsty for a new Switch. Why? Well, the Switch like, is like great. hella popular now, mm-hmm. like big time. It's great, and it just keeps getting better. And like, it hasn't gotten worse. It's only gotten better the longer it's been out. Yeah, right. And they don't have any reason to to release something new specifically. There's, there's, no reason. there's not there's not the market demand for it because the switch is still selling at 300 so i was talking yeah. to jeremy about this the other day it's clear to me that the this the oled model is a cost saving measure for nintendo the parts have become cheaper uh, so they remodeled it to to maximize their 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 savings mm-hmm. and i don't think they even needed to charge the extra 50 dollars. yeah i, I think they the fact is that the switch, the, the regular switch, is still selling at three hundred, and maybe the plan was before to sell this new one at three hundred, produce this one, but they don't need to do that. So they're like, oh, well, we'll just make it fifty dollars more. We'll make more money on it. There's a bigger profit margin on this one. I pretty much guarantee it because the I think the lack of other features, the other new features, four K and all that stuff, pretty much points to that. This is the equivalent of the new NES, the new Super NES. And they did the remodels of those. That's what mm-hmm. this is. Well, yeah. I mean, but but the but the new 3ds like actually did run at a higher, did have like higher processing than the regular 3ds did. Right. Mm-hmm. So I say I say this is the AGS. Yeah, it's, it's, it's AGS more like that. Level. Yeah, with a better, okay. with just yep. a better screen. I mean, this screen's supposedly like wonderful, and it's almost like a palindrome when you think about it because. The PlayStation Vita launched with this OLED, you know, it's probably like yeah, I've seen, I've seen that too, yeah, mm-hmm. right, when right. The Vita people the are PS still butthurt about that, it, and then later on they had like a slightly less expensive model and an also more power, like conserving model that didn't that no longer had that. But then it's like then the Switch comes out and it's like, well, this is great. It's a lot like the Vita except it doesn't have that awesome screen. And the Nintendo's like, oh yeah. <laughs> No, this like, is like the like Vita. four years so later. It's like we're going back in time and kicking the Vita's ass, even though they already did it once before. <laughs> I mean, stay dead, Vita, stay dead. I mean, the Vita, I mean, the, you know, the Vita's it's uh, it just didn't have any games. Like, sorry, I mean, I'm sure no Vita fans listen to this. 
I want one. Like I want one for my collection, and I probably should have bought it by now because it's just going to go up in price. Yeah, I do I, like the Vitas. I wanted one too, but I didn't want to pay like two hundred dollars for it, and that's like mm-hmm. what it was selling for. So there was a time where you could get them yeah. for like one hundred and fifty, and I kind of wish I had bought one back then. And the the only the only reason I want I just wanted it to play Persona Four Golden. Like that was it. That was the only thing I wanted to play on it. And I guess uh, Gravity Rush is pretty cool. I played that on on Conan's version of it. But Gravity Rush 1 and 2 is on PS4, so if I really wanted to play it, I could play it on there. I just couldn't play it with the back touch, man. The back touch. <laughs> Speaking of the back, though, that's another improvement with the new Switch. Oh, yeah, we got, got a new kickstand. It has a wider <laughs> kickstand that has different points. Different kickstand, Adjustment, yeah. right, mm-hmm. so you can have it, it lean at different angles. Yeah, and it can even go, uh, like, all it. the way back. <laughs> you can go it, it can like limbo better than it's ever limboed before i mean that that is, that is really a welcome change because that kickstand sucks and the sucks. Re- the regular the regular uh, switch kickstand is awful you know and i remember when jeremy and i first saw the thing i was like this thing is going to break so easily you know and, and it, i mean i was unpacking my adjective no i was unpacking a bunch of stuff today and uh i found my nintendo switch kickstand i lost it months ago i didn't know what happened to it it was in this random box i want i kind of halfway wonder if it didn't like pop off and fly into the box i don't think i put it there well mine mine doesn't even i recognize that thing i haven't seen that in a while mine mine doesn't even really like lock anymore it kind of just like Mm -hmm. hangs down here now you know that's so sad so it's yeah it's kind of the like the way way it connects is kind of very strange for the super sad um Leaning back into this tabletop mode, though, because they didn't really care about the tabletop mode for quite a yeah. while now. It, it, it don't, was like, yeah. all right, well, let's make the Switch Lite where that's all handheld that has absolutely no kickstand. Yeah. And yeah. Since you can't remove the Joy-Con, you have to have some means of propping it up if you're going to play it, uh, you know, with jo- with other Joy-Con that you connect. So this is kind of weird that they're, like, going back to this tabletop mode. Like, is it that the... So maybe the resolution's not as good, or rather, the resolution's the same, but with better contrast, the resolution looks better. So now maybe it, I guess the screen's slightly bigger too. So maybe now it makes more sense for the tabletop mode. I don't know. Yeah, it, it feels or like, or is yeah. that just like they gotta sell it? Like, they're like, well, this is to the people. So I, I also kind of talked to John about this when we spoke before, but that it makes total sense that this is the model for the people that bought the light. They bought the light. Maybe because you couldn't find the regular switch for a while there. Mm-hmm. That was the reason a lot of people bought the light. And uh, now this is their upgrade. This is like, well, you've been playing it portable this whole time, but now here's one with a better screen and it has that feature you always wish you had. Oh, yeah, the, the dock. True. Right. And then yeah. they end up being out $550, and I'm only out 300 if I just stay where I am. Sure. I mean, and I don't get that better screen, but I hardly ever play portable. Only yeah, when I travel. Me neither. There's nothing for there's nothing for me. That that was the big disappointing thing. Is just like not yep. even one benefit for the person who plays just on the TV. Not one. No. Yeah. So, not at all. And I said it before on the show that I was going to buy it, and we all I'm we all did. Yeah. Not going to. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. No way. I, I, you know, this nice screen. I'm never going to see it. So who cares? Yeah. It's yeah. that's what I was going to say. Is I feel like. All the up and it is like an upgrade, you know. There's it, it is an upgrade, but this upgrade is basically a hundred percent for people who play portable. You know, it's like if you don't really play portable, I mean, let if this like if this thing came out like if if it came out like this week or something, since I have like this trip 
you know, this like two week trip, I, I might buy it just because I will be playing portable a lot on it, you know, but the fact that it's coming out in October, a month where there's like four other games that I want, that I want to buy in that month. Fuck no, I'm not buying this thing. And well, you're already a two switch household. You don't need to be a three switch. household. Yeah. Well, we have two switches, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I play it, I play it on the TV all the time and it's, and I like it on the TV and I'd rather just, I mean, it would have to be like GameStop would have to have some sort of great deal about it, you know, which they do a lot of times where you could like trade it in and then get a, get whatever, you know, but yeah. And it, it's kind of, it, it's kind of funny. It's like only, you know, only Nintendo would be able to like push the fact that they finally have an ethernet plug because none of their systems have had ethernet plugs ever. So it's like, whoa, let's zoom like, in close like up. We finally 3D got model to it. Plug going in. We finally got the yeah. ethernet plug. We got it. We got there. It's been around since like 2008 or whatever. And other systems or probably even before that. And it's like 2006. Yeah. I mean, cause didn't, didn't like even like the original Xbox have an ethernet plug. I feel like well, it did. Well, I don't know if it did, but the 360 did. Yeah, for um, sure. I, I was saying like the PS3 had one. You know, so that's what I was thinking. Like two thousand, whenever those came out. One thing I oh, did see people before pointing that. out, right? I didn't look at any specific uh, like. Doc- Somebody figured this out, and I saw them post about it. But that it has one less USB port, but it has the Ethernet port. So you basically could buy the dongle and be exactly the same with the thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's well. You then, well, yeah, yeah. I guess you are spending thirty bucks instead of two hundred. Or 350 bucks. You bought the dongle right. for thirty dollars. Yep. Oh, I think you can get those for cheaper. You can get them for like you 10, can get you the can knock get for like ten dollars. Yeah, you can get the the other brand ones. But I got the Nintendo one. I think yeah. it was twenty eight dollars. Always overpriced. It's, it's like it's like their mm. uh, it's it's like their but it's like their SD cards. But because uh, a lot of times those third if the third party stuff messes up your system, they're gonna tell you it's not their problem. Oh yeah, if if you if their you mean if their system gets messed up, they'll say, "Oh well, you know, did you ever use any non-Nintendo stuff?" Yeah, because that's how they do it. I, I have one of those, and I think I got it for ten dollars from Best Buy. But it's the it was the Wii knockoff one because Nintendo had actually not made one at that time. <laughs> you know, somebody else <laughs> had to make it because once again they're very late. They're very late to the draw on any of that stuff. But uh, but don't don't forget don't forget that it's going to have a better sound system in there. It's going to have better speakers on the side. Better speakers, yeah. Once again, tabletop, like Jeremy was saying, it's, totally it's all about it's all about the, the tabletopping. It's the tabletopping. So that's why I don't know. For me, this like aesthetically, it's very pleasing. And I even said right. like I think I said on Twitter, I was like, they're going to come up with a Metroid edition of this, and then because it's releasing around the same time, they're not going to. And then, well, then Trey was like, it pretty much already looks like the Metroid. It looks like the Emmy. Yeah. The Metroid. (laughs) It does. Yeah, you're right. It's the same color as the Emmy. Well, I mean, think about it this way. Okay, so they announced it for October 8th. Do you think that they're going to announce another version, even though they already announced two versions? No. There's not going to be be a Metroid. Unless it's a different colored version, like a different, like like I said, a special edition or something. But they already already announced the two versions that are coming out. I don't think there's going to be another version. That has Metroid. Two on. versions. It should, yeah, there's there's two versions that they. Well, there's there's the silver one. There's there's a there's one that has the silver Joy-Cons and there's the one that has the blue and red one. There's two different boxes. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I remember now. That just I forgot about that one because it which, basically looks the same. Which I guess we can talk about that as well. The fact that the Joy-Cons, the biggest problem for the Switch, is getting no no mention okay. whatsoever. No no attempt to fix the Joy-Cons, um, which are unless- like. 
the Maybe. biggest, the biggest, uh, I don't know, the, the biggest crime here in this. They're is, fixing them, and they, these are the first fixed ones, but they're not. Gonna no, no, they said they said they're the same. I can see that. changed. I, I don't know. I can I could see that perhaps happening because they don't want to necessarily come out with a big old thing about oh our last Joy Cons were screwed up, and here's the new better ones. You know, maybe they they didn't do a full like redesign of the Joy-Con, but right? they would, but they would but, but, sell them better. I mean, I mean, that, if, they, if they came out and said, "Hey, these Joy Cons are fixed," I think they would sell a shit ton, right? Because people want to buy the fixed ones instead of just like quiet, I still quietly think, I still replacing think, it or whatever. I think that 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 Joy-Con drift is something that is really only spoken of in Nintendo and gaming circles. The general public, the general video game buying buying public has no idea what Joy-Con drift is. So why not just slide in the fix and maybe on the on the down low let somebody know hey you know, this issue is fixed or, or let people figure it out for themselves. Right? There's no reason to make a big campaign about it. And then furthermore, they're also in the middle of a bunch of class action lawsuits about it or at least one class action lawsuit. So to come out and say that yes this is broken, you know, might be not beneficial to them. I think it's a solid theory. I mean, it's all conjecture on our parts, yeah. but it's still interesting to think that there might be something they're sliding in here. It's not exactly a Trojan horse. It's whatever the opposite of that is. That is it's good, mm-hmm. but it's like that where they maybe there, there's something being put in this upgrade. That's beyond just the screen and the, uh, the included ethernet adapter. Another thing, John, and I were talking about earlier was what if, you know, this is the, the Nintendo apologist or the hopeful Nintendo fan saying like, well, what does this actually mean? Like, what are we, what can we read into here? And uh, it's like that uh, maybe there's some huge multiplayer game coming up and combined yeah. with the new network, they want people to start hooking up because Nintendo is going to start focusing on hardcore multiplayer, like, or maybe not hardcore multiplayer, right. but games that are, very like online centric and it is curious that they also fixed their their network mm-hmm. along with adding this ethernet, ethernet port to the, the switch well so i mean yeah i mean this is something that was definitely definitely overdue you know because yeah they, they need i mean they're they're what their uh their online system was like from the 70s or something that they'd been using but <laughs> sure but the, i mean the the main reason the main reason that they changed the online i believe was because of a little game called monster hunter rise that was that. That was the game that had the new that had the new online system, because it needed it, and that was a huge release for Capcom. And I think maybe Capcom pushed that, you know. And then that came once that happened. Then it then it was like you saw it in Mario Party, and we do have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have Mario, Mario Party. I mean, you do have Mario Party, the Superstar game, coming out that same month that the that the new Switch is coming out. So. Yeah, they, there's there's a big multiplayer game right there that's that's coming out a, a week a couple weeks after. But it's know. wanting people to be able to like be at a party and like have their switch and tabletop mode, and maybe have like doing basically LAN, yeah, LAN style thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I did see I did see a lot of comments about that guy that like that like sits in that weird area in the hallway to play Pokemon. So <laughs> a lot of people making fun of that guy from from the from the commercial for the OLED switch and also another thing that a lot oh, of people right. yeah, I, I posted my own little meme about that yeah also another thing is that splatoon 3 footage is on that video so, okay so a lot of people oh, that were, makes sense for the 
for the yeah. So, so that was a big thing. That, that was a big thing that blew up as well. That they were showing more footage of Splatoon three that had not been seen yet. So people were happy about that. Cool. They're like, oh yeah, no, there's some there's some weapons in there that don't exist in Splatoon two. So it's and maps that don't exist also. So it's obviously Splatoon three. So a lot of people have been mm-hmm. kind of just like drooling over that. Well, I was this one is, of the people that say like I didn't believe the Mario like the Mario we saw in the original teaser trailer for the Switch, and it ended up being definitely in Mario Odyssey. So yeah, oh, yeah we gotta yeah. trust this stuff. This is maybe a bit of a reach, but Jeremy and I mentioned it before the show. Well, on the the Ethernet port, you know, if anyone's wondering why Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two was not mentioned at at E three. Um, well, it's not going to be the glorious 4K. That is the reason that it wasn't shown at E3. Perhaps maybe it's something related to the Ethernet port. Perhaps maybe there's a significant online component to Breath of the Wild 2. That's my big reach from all this. That's my maybe uh, lofty dream. But I think a, a significant online portion to Breath of the Wild would both make it very different from the sequel, or from the original, and be a, a very enticing factor. I mean, uh, there's a you know person that we Jeremy and I both follow. Cat Bailey's been saying that for a while. That she mm. that was her prediction was that Breath of the Wild two would be a multiplayer game. That'd be fantastic. Like massive multiplayer or just multiplayer? Just I mean, just multiplayer. I don't think like an MMO. Just that it would be that it would be like a co op something. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But that was something that she was that she'd been saying for a while and. I don't know. She's got good opinions, so I, I believe her. <laughs> but but uh, I think ultimately, I'm just clinging. Personally, I'm clinging to like trying to find clues or whatever in this, and not not just the obvious thing. Like if if it's not just a revision to their model that's actually cheaper to make, and then they're you know artificially inflating it, like you said, John. Mm-hmm. Or if it really is like a market they thought that they that existed and it turns out that it sells really well. And it definitely did exist. What does that mean for the future of the switch? Well, nothing huge each time, probably. Yeah. It really doesn't, uh, like we were saying, like for, for TV players, nothing has changed, you know? So it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a, you know, they like never, Roku or something yeah, they, like I mean, they, they never really like said that it would be anything different. So it's like, you know, I'm like, I say, like, well, it's a disappointment. They never said anything about it at all. They didn't. Nope. No, nobody ever. They denied just, that a Switch Pro was. It, a thing it was just, whatever. it was just leaks and stuff, and you know, and that's and that's the problem with like leaks and stuff is that you build, like I was saying, you build your own idea of it, and when you actually see what it is, you're disappointed because you expect it to be this other thing that never actually existed to begin with, because one person maybe likes leaks one thing and then they build on top of it and blah blah blah, and fucking Emily Rogers or whatever is saying it's a thing and. And then later they're like, uh, "Oh no, here's the exact specs for it, and it's the same." And and yeah. and when when there was the, when there was the announcement for this, I was like, "Okay, well there'll be like a direct later that shows whatever the differences are, and there'll be there'll be there'll be small differences, but there'll be something there." That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be something like the new 3ds, you know, where they'll do something dumb like, "Oh, here's a here's an, an N64 thing, but you can only play it on the OLED one," you know, like kind of how they did with new 3ds where they're like well, we got super nintendo games but you can only play it on the new 3ds you know i mm-hmm. thought maybe they were going to do something like that but it looks like looks like they're not <laughs> it looks like it's just that's it that's the oled one 
There you go. And and I've seen some pretty funny memes about it also where they're like, well, you know, I have my Switch already hooked up to an OLED TV, so I guess I already have the OLED Switch. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I have the 4K Switch. My Switch is hooked up to a 4K. No, no, no. You know? <laughs> Nintendo put out a statement about, about Metroid, and they said that with the vibrant OLED screen and enhanced audio embarking on the latest adventure of intergalactic bounty hunter Samus Aran and Metroid Dread while playing in handheld or tabletop mode will feel even more immersive. I just feel like, oh, there's something missing there. Like something, what about the TV people? Like, I don't get any extra mm-hmm. benefit for Metroid Dread right. and, you know, you guys. It is like, strange. Yeah. Put something in there. Like, so they're doing something gimmicky with it, or is it like? No, I think they're just saying. I think they're just it's a better quality screen. screen than what you have. I think they're yeah. just saying it because they're releasing on the same day. Which isn't that kind of like Nintendo kind of screwing over Metroid again? You know, because Metroid is like as, as as much as people say that they want the game, they never really sell that well. Like they sell shitty in Japan, mm-hmm. and they barely sell here. It this is going like. to sell like hotcakes. I mean, it's I fucking like, hope so. But the fact that they're releasing, but the fact that they're releasing like a new fucking switch on the same day, isn't that kind of going to hinder the sales of the game? Like if people want to like buy the OLD one, they'll just be like, ah, eh, no, I'll wait. I'll wait till Metroid's on sale. It's already a 2D game and it's not worth $60. I've seen that fucking bullshit idea before as well, which really annoys me where they're like, oh, 2D games aren't worth 60 bucks. It's like, fuck you, man. I, I have think a feeling it could be the opposite too. Is that, that when you buy, if you're going to buy the new edition of the Switch, don't you want like the newest, prettiest looking game to play on it? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you think you want? I don't know. It's just. It's also a really dark game, and OLEDs are known for their like being the able crushing to those blacks. Show more definition between really dark colors. Crushing yeah. the blacks. Yeah. Right. Like the whatever. I don't yeah. know. Mm, like true black or whatever they call it. Like yeah. where it's like absolutely completely absent. I mean, what did you haven't really said like what you thought about it? Because you, I mean, what do you think, Jeremy? I mean, I, Jer- I think John and I are both no on this one. Oh well, I so I kind of like wrote some stuff on Twitter because I was like, well, I got to remember how I feel initially because initially I was like, that thing looks slick as fuck. I I want it, and I realized it was that same part of my brain that back in two thousand four <laughs> wanted the Nintendo. You know, the classic Nintendo version, whatever it was called, of the Game Boy Advance mm. SP. And that was before the AGS 101. So that was just an SP. But the thing is, I did not own an SP. I owned a, you know, I had the original uh, uh, coral pink or whatever it was, uh, Game Boy Advance without the backlights, which technically the SP was a side light. It wasn't a backlight, but it had a light and that was cool. So I bought the, I ended up buying that one and, and uh, it was the only time a special edition, I guess, had really like as a, of a console has really mm. like spoken to me where I wanted to, I, like wanted to have it so bad. Like, sure, that Animal Crossing Switch is adorable as fuck, and I've always kind of wanted it, but never in my mind was I like I must have that. I, I and I, I had that feeling for a moment about this Switch when I saw it. I really like the coloring, and it's very similar to the the coloring of the of the original. It's just like Nintendo, silver, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like a silver gray and black. So maybe that's like the old, like the old three DS, yeah, like the old, the old ugly three DS nostalgia center, yeah. And I mean, I just really like the way the dock looks in comparison to the kind of dumb bare bones dock that we have now. But 
I don't like the, the same thing. I, I don't like like the the like uh, circle like that whatever the little mm. like because there's like a little cut in there. I don't really like that because it looks incomplete. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, okay. uh, there's like the the little like partial partial circle missing. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It it doesn't like come all the way down. I don't, I don't like it. it. It's it, I guess it's fucking up the perfectionism, the perfectionist in my brain where I'm like, I don't like it. It, it looks it looks like it's broken. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't see. It must be on the back side of it. Yeah, just uh I mean, you know, look look up some images. You'll see, I, uh, see, you'll see how incomplete it is. It's, but anyway, it's on, yeah, it's on like the, backside. the the way I would justify this to myself would be if my partner Shauna really wanted one. If she said, "I really want a switch," just a switch in general, then we could finally get another switch. She doesn't but, want one though, right? Because 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 you were no, we, she doesn't. You were I trying would, to get we a light. Have, you you were trying to get a light even when that one came out. So I mean, yeah, you know, it's the same story, same old story. Uh, where after just mulling about. Uh, mulling the idea around in my head for a few hours, I was like, I just can't really see a scenario where it makes sense to buy this. It looks cool, but it doesn't perform any differently other than the better, you know, handheld screen. And when I play, like, you know, I love playing Switch when I travel, but that's really more so when I travel alone. But when I'm traveling with other people, I'm really not playing the Switch when I travel, you know, in the actual process. And so, unless I'm traveling alone somewhere far away, you know, and Trey, your situation makes sense. Uh, I don't get. If you get, if you I, got, I, I just yeah. can't. Like, yeah, I can't justify. If you have like a thirteen. This. Have a thirteen-hour flight right. or something. That so would. I'm just going to stick to my OG switch. I mean, I've had it for four years and or three years. Oh yeah, four years and four months now. You can't. Hear, it's uh, still doing well. Here, it's the thing. The thing is down, but. You see how there's like that cut there? Uh-huh. So oh, the half circle to show the, the cord for the Ethernet. It's basically cut there so the Ethernet cord can come in there. And I, I don't like the way it looks because it's not complete. It's not connected. There's like this weird Maybe little section moving from it. For the cord to kind of like, yeah. And also, um, you were you you were wrong. There are there are two USB plugs on the on the OLED. Oh. Which are which are the same yeah, as the other one. Yeah, but there's three on the switch. There's only one. There's two. There's only two. There's three because there's one internal. Is there one on the inside? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I because I, I only mm-hmm. used the two on the outside. Yeah. There's three on it. So. Yeah. Who, who, why have I ever needed three? No, because I. Well, I mean, I have used three to where I've got my port. You know, I've got my USB C cord for my Pro controller, or currently my eight bit my eight bit though, and then my controller I converted that has its own like proprietary adapter. And then that's my Super Nintendo controller. And then uh, then the NES or SNES controller that's also USB-C and I have a shorter. So I have occupied all USB ports before, but it's not a thing I need to do all the time. I, I only have one. I only have one USB-C that's on there in case my controller is about to die. I can just plug it directly into it. I use that USB-C to charge my headphones too. Like I use it for everything. That's what I. That's how I set, have it set up in my office. I just have one hanging off of there. So I can just charge it whenever I need to in here, but in the other room, uh, there's a USB uh, on the side of the couch, and I have a C hanging off of that, mm-hmm. so I can just plug my controller directly in, into that if I need to charge it. You know, so even though uh, the thing that does kind of annoy me just because of the OLED, just looking at my regular old Switch now the bezel kind of bothers me. 
<laughs> just, <laughs> you know, I mean, it is you know? a huge bezel, <laughs> right? Especially it's, once yeah, you take it's, the it's huge. Joy-Con off. It, it looks it looks really big, but also I was thinking about it because I bought a specific like case for my Switch that has a thing that you can where you can put the Switch in there and it actually becomes its own mm. stand that's better than the kickstand, you know? And the way this stand works is it has like these elastic things that go over the bezel. Mm, so like it's not it's, work for the so, yeah, so it wouldn't work for the OLED. So it kind of like defeats this specific, you know, case that I bought because it had this stand inside of it that's really cool. But now I have to buy a different case or something like that. So I'm like, eh. But it does I mean, it's but, no surprise the screen on the switch yeah. is small. I mean, if you remember, Conan let us use his iPhone. The plus, oh, right? XL or plus or yeah, whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, whatever, whatever the bigger, the, the phablet the same one. Size yeah. or it was the same size. It was the same. Uh, yeah, well, the the phone in itself, I think, was the same size as the screen. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure the screen was bigger on the iPhone than it was on the Switch. But it's just, but it, it definitely, I think it makes you notice it now more. Or at least it makes mm-hmm. me notice it now more. I'm like, well, you know, that screen does look really tiny. I mean, it's and, four years you know, old. <laughs> And, and it was already like outdated technology when it came out. So. Yeah. So I mean, I do, I do think about it, and it, and it's like new tech and all that. It's like, well, you know, maybe I do kind of want the fancier one, but it won't. But once again, it won't really do much for you if you're not. Nope. If you're not playing it in handheld, and maybe it will, maybe it would make you want to play it handheld. I guess. I guess the, the you know the third thing that I haven't even mentioned would be trading in my OG Switch. Yeah, for like a I GameStop just don't know deal. What I would get. Yeah, I don't know what I would get for it. I mean, it's it's a well worn piece of technology. It's been all over the country with me, and I've definitely dropped it a lot. I think, I think most of the time, those GameStop deals, they give you like what, like a hundred less, probably. So you'd like turn in your, you turn mm-hmm. in your your old Switch, and maybe you get like two hundred for it. So you still got to pay like one hundred fifty instead of three hundred fifty. I feel like that's about how it normally it is. I mean, or, that's or, a really good deal. Or they give you like half, so maybe you get like one fifty towards the purchase of an OLED so then you buy one for 200 that like cuz that's cuz I did the similar you know I did the similar thing with like the new 3DS well just because my 3DS at the time was falling apart and I needed a new one so I'm like I'm buying a 3DS new 3DS cuz I need one cuz one that I have like my buttons were starting to be finicky and they weren't you know they weren't like as responsive as they used to be so I needed it you know so I had no problem I had no problem trading it in and getting a different one so there are there are some people in that camp like I saw um, you know a friend of the show John Wedgworth on a uh, Facebook you know he he does every you know he's embellishes on everything and it's very descriptive wrote like a very long comment on a on an NVC thing about why he was for the OLED because he said that his switch was falling apart and he needed, needed a new one so he's going to get that one you know? Those customers are out there, and yeah, yeah. like I said, I, I firmly believe the, the Switch Lite early adopters are the ones that had to buy it early on in the pandemic when you couldn't find an OG Switch. Mm-hmm. Like, this is for them. This is like, well, here you go. Like, not only, you know, sorry you missed out on that one. Here's a better one. But also, thanks for the extra 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, 250 Yeah. Actually. And it's, you know, because I remember there were rumors saying that it was going to be like $500. And do you think like the extra $50 is worth like the stuff that's on there? I mean, I know you guys are all like no on it, but the $50 uh, is what, like double memory, better. The double memory was, is still so yeah, hilarious. If I, was um, into the, yeah. if I was into the playing it portably, yeah, yes. It's like better screen, you know. My personal whatever. life, no. I think if, if I was a new customer, even if I wasn't like a huge Nintendo fan, looking at the 
300 to 350 the difference between the two i I would go for the 350 like i think it's a sure i mean yeah if you if you never bought it if you never bought one you might as well go for the 350 one instead of the 300 one you know i think they are i think they are planning to phase out the the 300 model like i think they're going to sell out the stock there's no reason to keep it around that it's this is they're they're going to make their extra 50 dollars while they can on this new one yeah and i i'd I bet that the actual cost of making this one is at the same as, as the current model. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That was another, that was another rumor that was going around was, was that like, yeah, whatever this new switch version was, it was going to eventually replace the switch that is already on the market. And it's like, yeah, why Definitely. not? Like, why don't they just, just make the 50, the 350 one, the well, one that's, that's already happened once get before. rid of the other one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, with the with the new 3ds's and all that stuff, right? Well, with the uh, well, the, two, that had the, the better DS's. battery. Well, also the the new 2ds kind of replaced any of the mm-hmm. new 3ds XLs. That's the only one you would find now if you were looking for. Oh, well, or like a couple of years ago, if you're looking for one, you would only see the new 2ds's around, like the new 2ds XL. Yeah. So that kind of did. But that. I mean, specifically, I'm referring to the fact that you know what was it a year year and a half after the Switch came out, they had the new model. That had a better battery, mm. but it just replaced. Yeah, they did that too. The original switch, so that one's been phased out. Yeah, so it's yeah, already it, happened before. If if but I had, and it's also like, how available is this going to be? Like, is it going to be hard to find? Right. Like the PS Five and the Xbox and all that stuff. Well, seeing the lukewarm reception to the news of it, maybe it will <laughs> yeah. make it more available. <laughs> Yeah, that's not the case. Like Nintendo's going to throw some other curveball, even if it isn't an actual improvement on the thing itself. Just like, yeah, some sort of special edition, or I don't know. I want to know what the special like. Why is it more? Why is it more immersive in hand, in tabletop mode than it would be on giant TV? I don't get that. Yeah, it's it's not I feel something like it's, gimmicky happening there. I feel like it's just a lot we haven't heard yet. I, I think that yeah, the cat. I think the cat, that they, cat's got if, something to say about it. <laughs> I think that as far as pushing the tabletop mode, it kind of supports my theory that that this is really just a, a hardware refresh to to make the parts cheaper and make the manufacturing cheaper. They just looked at it and said, okay, well, what else can we really push to say this is something new and beneficial? All right, let's put in the better kickstand and say that this is the ideal one for for tabletop mode cool yeah i mean they're just they're just trying to find ways to right say that it's better i think there's still a demand for new switches and they're like well we're going to keep going making them we might as well try to sell more to the people that already have them for sure is there i mean is there anything you want to say that that we haven't said about this (laughs) about this like ho-hum announcement of uh of the pro the pro the pro the pro led I'm on the no LED, and I think we all are mm. on this one. Yes, the pro I'm LED. glad that the Switch Pro rumors will be put to bed. And now I've got a bunch of extra money to spend on my 4K TV whenever I finally buy it. Well, I mean, it, like like I said, uh, October's pretty crowded. There's a lot of games that I want to get out and get in October. I mean, what do we got? We got Metroid, we got WarioWare, we got Sonic Colors, we got Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania, we got Mario Party Superstars. Those are all in October. So, I mean, it's like I'm fine with not having to also buy a new Switch at that time. I'd rather just right. spend that money on those games. And there might well, there's when's the uh, the Zelda handheld the Game and Watch come out? Oh, I think that's around that time too, right? 
I, I think, or maybe so, it was, maybe it was November, but it's it's close. I'm not going to be surprised if there's a new mini announced with like sort of the. There might be a new mini console this holiday season as well. There was uh, a bit of news on that. Yeah, yeah, somebody mentioned it. Um, yeah, or what said that they were. It was like one of those really dumb like interviews where it's like, oh, we're we're thinking about maybe releasing another one. It's like, yeah, it was Doug Bowser. It's like everybody wants it. It's like we're thinking about maybe making money, but. We're not sure. We're, we think that money might be hazardous to your health, so we might steer away from that and do some other dumb thing. I don't know. Let's get a Nintendo Watch with like games on it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there? A, yeah. We could just we could just do some rapid fire news stuff. Here is the news. I promise you, it's the news. There's a rumor that there's a Super Monkey Ball amiibo coming. Uh, <laughs> okay. So. All right, so maybe you get you guys probably know more than I do, but isn't was I thought 4chan was dead because of the because of the whole like uh, capital invasion no, 4chan's thing. 4chan's definitely still a thing. I thought they were stopped because of their ties with the uh, with QAnon and all that stuff and how it was, you know, uh, tied tied to the people invading the White House and all that stuff or, or the Capitol, you know. You're probably thinking of maybe a specific backslash or whatever they call them there aboard. I mean the guy the guy uh, I mean the 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 4chan guy is Q pretty much according to that HBO documentary that I watched. One of the oh, one of the it. well not the creator of 4chan. I guess it was a creator of 8chan or whatever. One of those main guys is they pretty much alluded that that guy was Q and he was the one and he kind of said it too in the interviews. Mm-hmm. Which is a great documentary by the way if you haven't seen it watch a watch the Q the Q anon documentary on HBO. But mm-hmm. I thought that it, it made they made it sound like all that stuff kind of went by the wayside because of. I mean, if you have a if you have a website where you're not where you can anonymously be like incredibly racist and everything, and it ends up it ends up showing you know videos of you going out and killing people, maybe this website shouldn't exist. It seems like that is where they went with this, where it's like it's anonymous. We can be really shitty and sexist and, and homophobic and whatever, but then it got to people filming themselves killing Jews and stuff like that. It's like, okay, maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe this shouldn't exist. But it still does in some way, and they leaked a monkey ball amiibo. So who fucking cares, really? <laughs> I, mean, I'd, I mean, that programmer, the one you designed, that we spoke about last week, was it last week or the week before that it, that it passed away? McAfee? Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, that was, that person was bullied by you know, a a, a, a a group that had branched off of 4chan, so maybe it wasn't directly 4chan, but I mean, it's oh no, not 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 John McAfee, um, near, near, yeah, near, yeah, yeah McAfee wasn't was a different thing, yeah, yes, I don't know, I have mm-hmm. these, uh, I have these old uh, Japanese uh, monkey ball toys that I got mm-hmm. from uh, Hollywood Mirror in a uh, Boys Town. Mm-hmm. Remember that place? I think it's not there anymore, mm-hmm. but. uh yeah, I found these cool like Japanese toys that are little monkey ball toys, and they they're really cool. And are they on that shelf behind you right now? They are. They're right back there. I have a gun, gun, and an eye, and uh, I just those amiibos are not cool. Are not as cool as those, so I don't feel the need to get a monkey ball amiibo because I always have. I already have really cool monkey ball toys that look like amiibo, so <laughs> that's my that's what I think about it. But I love another realm says they're done with uh, Mortal Kombat 11 DC DLC. I mean, it makes sense. They got to get working on twelve, right? Which I'm right. What do you think are the odds of twelve coming to Switch? I think no, because because eleven barely ran on Switch, and maybe they're just gonna yeah, be like. No. And I like eleven. I mean, I played it a lot on Switch, but it's still like 
you know, it's doesn't look great. <laughs> it doesn't, it's, you know, the hair, the hair mechanics are really weird. It, it doesn't look, the, the hair looks very much like, I don't know, it looks like if you just like smoked near it, it would just, the hair would just like, you know, light on fire and go away real quickly. <laughs> it looks very like thin and, and, you know, you could easily light it on fire. Seems like they had a good run of supporting the game. It was two and a half years. And you know, as, as a, a casual observer of, of Mortal Kombat 11, it seems like they put out a good a good pace of, of uh, content for that game. Yeah, it was, it was a good game. I mean, they, even though I do feel like they charged too much for some of it, but it's also on sale all the time. So, you know, I got the I got the aftermath stuff for like way cheap around the time of the movie coming out, and it was fun. You know, and I I, got, I played a lot of the DLC guys. I n- I never got like Rambo or some of those newer ones that were on there, but it was fun. I, I mean, it's it's on like my top. 16 games most played on my switch so i got a lot of time out of it and it was fun it was fun to see mortal kombat return to nintendo for a minute even though i i have a feeling that 12 might just 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 be like done with it and just be like a ps5 series x thing whatever you know i mean we will start seeing that this especially this holiday season where you're not yeah the games are only on next gen there's two bits of Metroid news. One is that Met- they released what they called Metroid Dread Report Volume Two. So, and what it is basically is just a rundown of the the uh, ME robots that are pursuing Samus throughout the game. Mm-hmm. It's it's another like playthrough thing, right? Or no? Is another like video where they kind of just go? Over I think there was a video attached to it, but it, um, mostly it was like describing the robots and and going a little bit more into them. So, if you want to figure out more about who who or what. The Emmy robots are look that up because they were also, made by the Galactic Federation or whatever, right? Like they're supposedly like normally she wouldn't even be dealing with them, but something's wrong with them. Yeah, they were made by the good guys. It's a uh, robot gone wrong. I hope that the Emmys don't make the game too like fast paced. Like speaking of like what we were talking about with speed golf and stuff like that, that's kind of what I'm afraid of the game because a lot of what I like of Metroid is like the slow pace isolation of it and the exploration. <laughs> And I'm afraid that maybe they might do a little bit, make it try to try to make it too actiony with the Emmys chasing you and all that stuff. Like, I, I don't want that to be all of the game. You know, you know what I mean. Like, like how Jeremy, how we were talking about like Samus returns and how they kind of force the mechanics of like mm. meleeing and dodging or whatever mm. in that game. It, it kind of didn't feel as much like the previous Metroid games. And I wanted, I like, I like the slow pace. I like the slow pace uh, exploration, you know, the Metroid, the Metroid style, you know, I, 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 I hope it doesn't steer too far away from that with these fucking robots chasing you. Cause that'll be concept reminds me of game. resident evil three with the nemesis chasing you. Yeah. Well, it's and also, I didn't yeah. play that game, but I'm, uh, as I understand people enjoyed that and, and it was like a fresh take on resident evil at the time. So but, I don't know if there's hope for resident evil with that similar concepts. You know, uh, maybe this will work for, for Metroid too. But I, I was think there's going to be sections like there's just like, yeah. basically uh, they're not dungeons, but they're like little scenarios, kind of like they were in Fusion. Well, I mean, so. Samus Returns had that too, where there were parts where you had to run from things that were chasing you. I just don't want it to just be too much. But on the thing of Resident Evil with the Nemesis and all that, at that time there was a shit ton of Resident Evil games out everywhere. Whereas this, there are not Metroid games out everywhere. This is the first one we've gotten in like 18 years or whatever. So, I mean, it's, you know, different situation. It's like we... Yeah, you want to play a Metroid game after all this time. Maybe Resident Evil needed something different different because there were so many of them 
that had True. come out in the past like five years or whatever, but we don't have that for Metroid. We want yeah. we want the like Metroid, you know, the the Metroid game, you know. So did you hear that the Dark Samus amiibo is being re released? No, because I don't care and I have it already. <laughs> I have when it came out. Well, for but those no, who are looking, I don't follow. I don't follow amiibo re-releases. You know, I have I have that amiibo. I bought it from Target somewhere, so I have it already. But cool, I guess. I think it, I, I thought it was in here somewhere. I, I might have moved it into the other room, but it it wasn't here. I've I've I rearranged the amiibo and I don't remember where I put them all, but I think they're over there. Let's have a moment of silence for Netflix on Nintendo. It's gone from Wii U and from 3DS. It's, it's gone from everything. Gone on Nintendo, yeah. <laughs> There's no Netflix on Nintendo. Uh, yeah. So what do you guys think is the reason for that? Like, I thought about like... They don't care anymore. Maybe it's the content, but it can't be because they have Hulu, and Hulu is essentially it's just another Netflix. Well, they also have like... Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Funimation? They have, the other an- yeah. they have the other anime thing. So, yeah. I don't know. It's. I think they just. Uh, you know, they just don't want to. Do, they just don't want to do it anymore. I mean, Wii U, 3DS. It's old. They're like. Uh, I think there's they a, just don't want to do there's it. There's a cost. There's a cost to keeping that stuff up. You know, you kind of think like, oh, well, you, you downloaded it, and what's the cost really? Well, but they got to maintain. Netflix it. has customers who are going to call up and be like, "Hey, my this thing is working on my 3DS." Well, maybe it's because you know 3DS is old, and we've updated our systems, <laughs> and it's just not compatible anymore, and we don't want to keep updating to. Keep up with a twelve-year-old system or whatever. And and, yeah, so, and Netflix always looked pretty bad on 3ds. I did watch some Netflix yeah. on there, but I liked it. I liked I watched the, a lot. It looks next very old. Looked great. Yeah, on it. like anything old. Anything old. Yeah. TV. I watched. I watched some. I watched like some Saturday Night Live on there or something, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, this looks hilariously bad. I guess. I can remember setting it up in the bathroom and like taking a bath. Like having having it on the hinge was like so nice. You just set it down on the counter and watch it wherever you wanted. Yeah, because you can like kind of tilt it, and it's like you know it, mm-hmm. you don't have to deal it. It's the better version of the kickstand, right? Like you can tilt it the right way, and you know, yep. even though it's screen's very tiny, but yeah, that's uh, it's kind of sad. No more Netflix on Switch, which yeah. I you know it. I don't care, you know, because I've, I don't actually watch Netflix that much anymore. I mean, it really has become a glut of streaming apps. We watched, uh, yep. I mean, we watched Fear Street, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. The R, the RL Stein, the, they're having an RL oh, Stein review uh, revival on Netflix, where there's like three different movies that. releasing. In I mean, three we weeks. have Netflix, we just barely watch it. Yeah, like, but I don't, I don't watch it that much. HBO is the best one. And I think you're right about that. That's what I said, man. I was championing. HBO Max for a while in the pandemic, it was my favorite one. I get it for free with my phone contracts. That's nice. Nice. Well, they won me over because of the because of the Ghibli content, but they also have, but they're also the equivalent of a, of a Disney Plus, as in they have all the DC stuff mm-hmm. on Disney on HBO Max. So it's pretty rad for any comic nerd oh. who wants to dive into that stuff. Well, speaking of issues of death, how about an issue of life? Donkey Kong has been around for 40 years. It's his 40 40th anniversary years. on the 9th. July 9th. 40th? 40th? Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah, have the original one, right? 40 years of oh, the yeah, Donkey uh, Kong arcade game. Because that was like 81, right? The original. 81, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep, July 9th, 1981. That was a repurposed radar scope cabinet, which was like a... I have never even played it, but I think it was like a Space Invader clone or oh. something similar. You never, never heard of radar scope. Well, that was the Raider original. Scope died so Donkey Kong could live. Yeah, that was what happened. There is like Miyamoto stepped in and like reprogrammed this game, and they put new boards into 
these games that were already existed. And that's how they they had it at our favorite arcade. A bunch of them, yeah. Galloping Ghost. They had it. Mm-hmm. Radar yep. scope. Yep. Oh shit! I gotta play it. I don't remember that. Wait yeah, there's like there's the whole shooter room that's in like the back left corner of the mm-hmm. arcade. Mm-hmm. It's in there. Oh wow. I'd completely forgotten that Donkey Kong was in Mario Golf, and I played as him the other day, and that was cool. That's my Donkey Kong news right there. <laughs> he turned forty. He's getting old. He's hitting the links. Yeah, well, I live mean, your life, well, Donkey Kong. Well, you do. You do know that technically the original Donkey Kong is Cranky Kong, so Cranky Kong is yeah. actually old. Have you played any country. of the country games? That's the yeah, Cranky. That, that's Cranky, and then Donkey Kong Junior is DK's dad. Yeah, it's whoever you don't sure. see is the unseen dad, but. Cranky is the original Donkey, the Donkey Kong that you see Funky in the arcades. Is the family fortune teller. <laughs> Funky is the hip guy that like moves in, yeah. like you know, four five seasons into the show he's where DJ they have Jazzy to Jeff or he's like, where yeah. they have to like bring back uh, the you know the yeah, he's the, the interest in the game. He's yeah, he's Bucci. He's Bucci. Yeah, he's Scrappy Doo. He's like that character that you hate that they bring in to try to get new watchers. You know, now with Funky mode. Also, there's there's a I keep forgetting. Is isn't like a isn't, isn't like Skyward Sword supposed to come out soon? I mean, I don't care because I'm not buying it, but yeah, I got a, uh, a Facebook. Yeah, you know, Facebook sends out surveys and stuff every once in a while, and they sent out one to me. What's your interest in buying Skyward Sword? And my interest was that I kept kept scrolling. Like, you know, who cares? It's a game that came out a long time ago, and I already have it on the Wii, and I prefer playing it on the original system with the original motion controls, which. I never thought were bad. So I, I, I was kind of care. I was kind of interested to see how they adapt it to button controls, but I'm not sixty dollars interested. I'm not I'm still <laughs> not either. You know, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm, I don't want to play. I have so much to play on my backlog. I don't need to get to this right away. Maybe Plus, I will yeah. play it eventually. But oh, it's it's a, it's the sixteenth. Plus, it's like there's no Zelda FOMO here. Yeah, I mean, it, well, plus it's like right. It's coming out right next to. A week away from like Monster Hunter stories and ease, so it's like I already have two games that I really want to play. I don't need I don't need this other game. And it's too. Expensive. I want to mention. I want to mention that there's a free My Friend Pedro game coming out for mobile. It's called My Friend Pedro Ripe for Revenge. It's coming on August fifth. Weird. And I love this series. I'm, I was really hoping and thinking that they would certainly release some DLC at some time, but it's been a while now, so I don't. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. That game is is great. Um, I'm glad to see that there is interest in continuing the series. Yeah, maybe that'll uh, get some people to buy it on Switch, and maybe there'll be a sequel also at some point. Hopefully, I do think we should mention this because I know you you had said this in the Slack, and we had a you know Square Painter on mm-hmm. recently on the podcast, and that was a really cool episode. I really like that episode. Um, I feel like he actually said that this was happening on the podcast too, or he. You know, said that there's a good chance he implied it, but I don't think he was allowed to make an official announcement about it. But yeah, they've got their first live show this October at Too Many Games, Mm. and I just think that's freaking cool. A lot, just hearing about live music, period, makes me excited. Yeah, bands playing, things happening where people go to watch things. This is actually, um, this is kind of along the lines of that, but the, um, you know, AEW, the wrestling federation that I watch. Mm Um, they're actually they're having a pay per view in Chicago. Their next pay per view is in Chicago. It's over Labor Day weekend, and I just got an email today saying that they're actually having three shows in the same week for Chicago. Oh. So, wow! Do you have like early access or anything since you went to other shows? I or? do actually. Yeah, I can. I can do early pre sale tomorrow. That's awesome. But I'm so not going to go to all three. 
and I don't, I don't, I don't think I can. I, I just don't. I can't. I don't think I can bring myself to buy tickets to all three of them as much as I'd like to. I was like, Are you going to go to one though? No, I'm going to go to the pay per view one. That's the one that I was going to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to the fucking pay per view one. But there's, but now that because they're starting a second show, and now like all three of them, it's going to be like Monday. No, it's going to be Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, all in Chicago. And I was like, Damn, that's pretty awesome. But I don't know. I just can't. And I can't justify it. I can't justify buying all the tickets, but I'm still going to all out because that's going to be awesome. I'll go to the I'll go to the pay per view one. That's the one that I wanted to go to. I don't need to go to three of them in the same week. But it's but also it's like they're at, uh, what was it tonight was the first was the first episode that they've done out of town, out of the studio, out of the Florida studio. They've gone on tour for the first time in like I don't know year and a half, almost two years, you know, since the pandemic. So. That that just reminded me of that talking about like stuff happening and shows happening and all that wrestling's on tour again, you know. And they used to play when they used to do their shit at a different place every week, you know. Now they're finally doing that again, and I know they were really excited about the last the pay per view that I saw, which was like the last social thing I did before the pandemic. They loved Chicago, so now they're doing like a whole week of wrestling. That's pretty ambitious, and and it's cool that they're doing another show and all that and. You know, they're doing great, it seems like. They're really beating the shit out of those WWE assholes, so good on them. But is that, that's that, right, for our, for our news for this week? I think so. That's right, cool. Thanks for taking us through that, John. I always think that you are the, you're always the news guy. You help us get through all that stuff. You should do it every week. Put together yeah, well, our, news, we'll our news stuff and all that. I enjoy doing it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, thanks everybody for listening to us. Uh, if you want, if you like us, and you want to hear more of us, you know, check out Patreon.com/slash/TheDentalMainPodcast. You can donate to the show and get access to many episodes, like we were talking about our Tony Hawk episode, our Tony Hawk WART Radio playlist. Also, there's um, we just recorded an episode about our favorite uh, comedic moments in video games. I'll make sure to I will 100% have that out before I leave the country and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you can so you can listen to that. It should be there should be a bonus episode out this week on that. And of course you also get like um you, you know you can get like videos of us that'll come up that'll come out before the episodes are posted and you get like higher bit rate and 12 hours in advance and all that stuff. And uh I think we might uh I don't know, I'll be gone for like 2 weeks but you guys should record without me because that will give me something to listen to in in the place that I'm at, which we kind of talked about before. It. But hopefully, yeah, you guys it. should go. You guys should at least make one episode without me, and that would be fun. You can talk about should I, yeah, how much you hate me or whatever. So uh, that'll be that'll be what next week is, you know. But you know, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, if you want to catch me on Twitter, uh, I'm at Nintendo underscore domain on there. Jeremy's at jmaxstack. Uh, yeah, make t- sure to check out my uh, little joke about the guy sitting in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, there's something for you to look at. Also, of course, uh, youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast is our other one. Uh, someday I'll stream again on twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast as well. Um, our, uh, how is it now is kind of is, is kind of like having a break right now just because of my just because of work and stuff like that. But we'll be back. We'll be back soon enough, you know, with with more stuff. I think the last one we did was. Uh, with Stephen King's Misery, which that was a great episode. And that's a great movie also still. So check that out. Look at all our other stuff. We have 50 episodes of that now. Almost a whole year of, of weeks. So oh, there you go. But thanks everybody for listening. And uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. 
John Litter. And uh, we will see you next week. See ya.